been far away, son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of the In Context podcast. Today, uh, I keep saying that I have a friend of mine with me and uh, it sounds like I'm really popular that I've got loads of friends, but this is another genuine friend of mine. It's Big Sam from Nidri. How are you doing, brother? Yes, bro. Good to see you on this podcast, mate. I'm fighting the urge and I'll say anything inappropriate or swear, but the Lord's holding me fast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, praise the Lord for that, brother. I'm sure even with the sanctification you've got and the best will in the world, you will still say something inappropriate. <laughs> Probably. It's early days yet, mate. You know I mean? Good job we weren't recording about five minutes ago, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, class. Brother, explain a little bit about yourself, who you are, where do you come from, and how come you ended up in Nidri? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my name's Sam Wilkins. I come from Wales, a place called Newport. Um, and I ended up in Nidri, well, God's providence, really. So I, uh, I got saved about maybe just over three and a half years ago now, back down in, in, in Wales. And... Yeah, it was, it was a, quite a surreal experience. I would say about five years ago, I, I, heard, I would say I heard the gospel for the first time, um, which was a mad experience again then. But then nothing really happened for, for, for a year or so. Do you know what I mean? And I was still hooked up to all, all sorts. and you know, was involved in uh, organised crime and all, all the rest of that shebang. Um, yeah, very evil, very violent man. And about a year later, um, I was at some hostel uh, some some boys owed some money for stuff as as it goes in our life. And I got there, and as I got there, I've gone into this this hostel, really hot headed, and the, the guy wasn't too keen on letting me in. To be honest, one of the guys there, and I've gone in there, like I said, a little hot headed, and, and, and I said, right, listen, I'm looking for so and so and whatever. And I go into this like it's like a lounge area. I go in and I see see the lounge area, and that there's all these boys in there. It's so like a drug rehabilitation hostel. Do you know what I mean? So they're all addicts in there, yeah. I something hit me when I walked in the door. I was like, what was that, man? Like, not physically hit me. I just thought, after these boys, I've, I've probably put in here through, through, through stuff I've sold, yeah? And, and after them as well, absolutely petrified of me. Do you know what I mean? I felt, I felt like, I, I guess, what I know to be now, a, a conviction, do you know what I mean, in my heart that I never had before. And then the, one of the guys, was, he was like the manager of the hostel at the time, so they, they, they switch over the rotors. Um, he, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm spoken to him in ages. But anyway, he, he, uh, he's a guy called. Uh, you won't mind me mentioning it. He's a guy called Jeff, and he came out, and he was a Christian, and and he said, uh, he Sam, he said he knew who I was, he knew knew about me and everything, and he said, can can I can I join come to the office have a chat and whatever. So I went and he spoke to me about the Bible and stuff, and I, I, I didn't really understand it to be honest, but something was really happening. And I said, and I remember saying to him, I'm done with all this. Sh- crap <laughs> i'm done with all this crap i said and uh and he said well, can i pray for you so he rung a pastor he knew and, and they both prayed for me and for, i i stayed in uh, mad because i had I had a place i could go to you know, and money out of bad stuff but i wanted to stay there for a bit for some reason it was really surreal do you know what i mean i wanted to and i stayed there and I, I i remember staying i was staying on a in a sofa in uh, like the dining room of a, of a drug rehabilitation hostel and I was just like God has stripped everything back I didn't have to be there either but I kind of wanted to and and what Jeff did this guy he put a uh, uh, laminated poster of um, Ephesians 6 and the armour of God 
and it was like a knight, and you know, yeah, yeah, they had all that, you know, the helmet of salvation, the, the breastplate of righteousness, the uh, belt of truth, the sandals of peace, you know, uh, the sword that, that is a word, and the, the shield of faith, all these things. And, and it was like a picture of a knight, and, and he laminated it on the door into the dining room. And so I was there for quite a while, man, a good few weeks, I would say. And I was trying to, and, and I spun all the boys out in there because they're like, why, why is he not taking my head off? Do you know what I mean? They thought I was still there to collect money or something. Do you know what I mean? But I was, and when I was trying to be nice, it was just making them even more weird. They were even more weird. I said, let's I'll get some food here. I'll do this. I'll do that. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, long story short, yeah. Um, within a few weeks of me being there, he put me in touch with his pastor. And then someone I met along the way um, went to another church, and a, a local church. And I went down to this local church and started going there. And then by this point, I'd, I'd kind of moved out of the hostel. I had my own place, which um, that guy, Jeff, would actually help, help me get. And, uh, you know, because I didn't want to do things. I was trying not to do things so dodgy. I was still really dodgy. But, you know, you try and justify things in your head. And you're like, oh, well, I'm not as dodgy as I was before. So <laughs> I'm smashing it as a Christian. You know what I mean? But I didn't have a clue, mate, was, <clears throat> what, what, it, what it meant to be a Christian or anything like that. So anyway, I'm, I've moved out to this little, little place. I'm trying to do things a bit better than I was before and I was going to this church and it, you know it was a good church very middle class church and you know what I mean they, they hadn't seen anyone like me and bruv it spun me out mate it was like a cult do you know what it I mean a working class church and I've never met anyone like you <laughs> so, so imagine how those poor folk felt in that church slipping <laughs> <laughs> out it's one of them you know like when you walk into it I'll tell you what it's like bruv yeah you know, like when you walk into a, you know, you go into a little town, you know, like a little village where everyone's related to each other. One yeah. of them villages. I'm not saying everyone in the church is related to each other, <laughs> but only by spirit. Yeah, maybe yeah. in some places in Scotland, maybe not. But anyway, that's the story for another time. <laughs> so I've gone into this church in Wales, yeah? And it reminded me, when you go to these little villages, there's a pub in these little villages, and, yeah, yeah. and they're all related, and everyone knows each other. And you walk in, and everyone just stops and turns, do you know what I mean? And they didn't do it in, like, a genuine sense because you know they're middle class and they, they try to be like quite nice but i felt it they're all there in there like you know they're they're, they're nice suits or whatever i'm there sweating my box off in my track suit do you know what i mean <laughs> looking around thinking i'm about to knock someone out right spin out man and then they all start singing together i'm like what is this nonsense man do you know what i mean so i'm there like what? so anyway first experience and then you know there's a guy there you know i, I don't i won't mention names just in case someone his name's mentioned but a really uh, a guy very different to me, a very a very gentle man, a very meek man, and, and a real godly man as well. There's two pastors down there who, who really they did they stuck in with me the best they could. Do you know what I mean? I, I got to be honest, you know, no one does discipleship like me. We'll, we'll get on to that. Do you know what I mean? But I had no experience of it whatsoever. So you know, I would kind of, I meet with one of them kind of once a week, and and kind of that was that. But you know, they've done the best they've done it. Very godly men. You know, and I stand by that. But in the process of me being down there, and I was. Listen, I was still up to all sorts. Do you know what I mean? I, I remember saying to Pastor at one time, John, I mean, listen, I'm not I'm trying not to hurt anyone anymore. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm trying not to fight no more. I'm not I'm not doing any more serious things. You know, I'm, I'm just selling a bit of cocaine now. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, and I thought that was really good in my head. <laughs> do you know? What, do, do, do you know what I mean? Ian? I thought like that was it because I wasn't doing all the other stuff. And and uh, yeah, was trying. Like, I, was, I remember really having a chat with him and like, I'll only 
I'm, I'm only gonna I'm only gonna hurt someone or put someone out if if they if they come for me or try to hurt my own because you know I, the Bible's quite clear on that you know to, but I haven't got to the New Testament yet because I, I couldn't couldn't my reading wasn't 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 the best so I was only you know eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth and all that so I was like oh this Bible stuff ain't so bad you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, but anyway through my period there which was I don't know if a good few months maybe I was down there um, when those pastors met Mez and and. It, you know, again, that's why I say about God's providence that took me up to, to Nidri because, first of all, this pastor like, you know, Sam, do you think you should, uh, it would maybe be good? I remember you saying to, to really pursue the Lord, you might need to leave Newport. And I was like, I'm not leaving here, do you know what I mean? It's my time. Everyone knows me, do you know what I mean? I, 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 you know, I don't say this with pride, actually. It makes me feel a bit sick now by a, a big name and, and, and the reputation and all the rest of it, do you know what I mean? So I wasn't done, you know. As a man of the world, you don't want to leave that behind, do you know what I mean? But anyway, God, in his mercy and kindness, his spirit was working in me, and I was so very volatile and going things about the wrong way. And then a few situations happened which were really testing. And and to be honest, brother, do you know what I mean? They, they brought me to a place in my life I'd never been before, and that's what God does, doesn't he? He strips all that back to, to build you back up for, for his kingdom and his glory. And, and in that then, um, I said, right, you know what? I will give that that Mez guy shout in Scotland, I will try it. Then I'll go for a weekend. I said, I'll go for a weekend. And that was three and a half years ago. And now I'm flipping <laughs> pastoral assistant and Nidri. So I've definitely got sent to you, but I came at the right time when they were scraping the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a brief little thing. There's loads more to it, bro. But that, I'm, I'm working on being a bit more concise. Do you know what I mean, Ian, bro? Yeah. Getting to, get to the point. Yeah, I'm trying to, bro. Do you know what I mean? I try to, I try to, so I find it very hard to, I, I can do that. But when I do that, it's either very aggressive, do you know what I mean? Or or, or, or it just comes out wrong. So, grown <laughs> wisdom. So let me just take you back a bit, because often we, we hear about Jesus' encounter with the rich young ruler. And uh, the rich young ruler comes to Jesus and, says what do I need to do yeah. to inherit eternal life and yeah. he just tells him uh, what he needs to do and that is to to give up his riches and to, to follow him and uh, he he was a bit like you thought he was living a good life he was yeah, yeah, yeah. a father he, but there was a few things that he wanted to keep hold of and that, that was money and often it's easy to read that and think about the rich struggle to get into heaven but what we treasure, uh, you you were quite rich. You might not have been rich financially, but there was lots of treasures in your life, whether that be drug taking, whether that be uh, headings and sleeping with women, and uh, you had a reputation, you had power. So in a sense, you were very rich. You might not have been rich in the yeah. sense that often people think. And then Jesus gave you an opportunity, didn't he? And basically said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And all your stuff and, and come and follow me. <laughs> I know. And even now, I can't even think about it too long because... <laughs> it makes me really mad. I'm like, why do I leave that? But no, I'm joking, man. Like, what? So it's a great, great. Do you know what? I was just reading that in Mark the other day, um, Ian, and it's like it's a great story. Do you know what I mean? A, a true story from the Bible about which young ruler, and it really struck a chord with me because, and I'm really grateful you brought it up because, like you said, there was a lot. When you look, so let me make it clear, yeah. When you've walked a little bit in Christ, like I said, I've been Christian now about like, maybe just over three and a half years, I would say, maybe a little bit longer, but. When you look, when you look back on on my life, and I look at what Christ has done for me now, like there's no comparison really. But but the flesh does does still want to go back. But at the time, mate, at the time, 
Mm. I was like, bruv, I can't be doing this, man. This is because there's times when I, especially in, in the life I was living, I was flipping loaded. And there's times in that life where, we, you know, it don't come in. Do you know what I mean? The money don't come in. But one thing that was always was my name and, and kind of a reputation. And, and listen, bruv, you know, I had a real, had a real love for fighting. Do you know what I mean? I had a real, a real love for that. And, um, and yeah, all of that was really hard to live behind because that's what Jesus done with me. He just said, listen, you serious about me? I've let you, it's kind of like, do you know what I mean? He was like, right, I've let you, I've let you piss about with your sin for a little bit now. Yeah. I've, I've, to see where it gets you. So how about you, you start sticking it in for me now. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, that, that's, that was what was in my head as I was coming up to Scotland and, but if you stop you there, because that, that's, <clears throat> I think that happens to a lot of us. Mm. It doesn't matter where you're saved from, what lifestyle you're saved from. God is very patient with us, isn't he? And, off. and like you say, sometimes we God is dealing with a sin that's most likely to get you in jail or dead or prevent your walk. And, yeah. uh, so that might be addiction that God is dealing with to start with. And mm. as a Christian, because you haven't took drugs for three weeks, you think you're doing brilliant. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Round or Robin or whatever. So, yeah. So there's that challenge there, isn't there? Where you think you're actually doing well as a Christian, but then God brings you to a point where it says, "Hang on, you've got your feet in both camps. It's either yeah. my way or the highway. What you're going to choose?" And yeah, what was it that brought you to that point where do you know what, Lord? I'm, I'm serious. For me, I was outside a nightclub one night and I thought I, I nearly died. I could have got killed yeah. or gone to jail for a long time and. And I really felt God say to me at that point, like, next time you're on your own, son. The consequences. And I, and I looked at what God had given me, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm following you. That's it. I'm done. So what yeah. did God bring you to that point where you were like, you know what, my, the treasure I have in Jesus, there's nothing greater. I'm, I'm leaving all yeah. that behind. So, yeah, bruv, uh, and that's a great point. And I remember we've talked about that before, you know, about that time outside the nightclub with you, man. And praise the Lord that... that that you had that moment, yeah. For me, mate. So, Joe, you know what I was one gonna gonna say this, but I, I I hope it does encourage, especially folk who are maybe coming from from my background, your background to Christ. So I think I will say it, and it's this, yeah. So I was never a I was never an addict. I was I was never addicted to to, to substances at all, right? But something I I will conf I'll confess is just how it is. When I came to Christ, right, I I ended up taking more cocaine and drinking more alcohol than I had in the previous ten years. Do you, know, do you know what I mean, bruv? It was like, I couldn't, because I suddenly had this conscience, like, like turn on. I, I couldn't comprehend the things I'd done and and the people I'd, I'd do. And, and I, I tried to I tried to tough it up. I tried to man it up. Do you know what I mean? And just be like, no, I don't care, man. I am I am who I am type thing. But the fact is, the spirit starts working in you. There's nothing you can do it. And there was a time, there was a few little things, bruv, and I'll tell you now, we build up to this event. So there was a few little things, uh, in those months I was in Newport, like like God intervened and it was it was frustrating, but I'm really glad it happened. So like one of my boys would be going to, to one of my stash just to get money or whatever and, and a car would break down or or like when they would get arrested and, and like I, I I remember being like, you know, I remember I said, my brother, one of my mates said, You're the richest poor man at the minute I've ever I've ever met because I had money but I couldn't get to it, do you know what I mean? And my my dad had to I was my dad was helping me out though, my, you know, my mum my mum too, and I was like, yo, this is and then it's a pride thing too, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, this is hard work. And yeah, I was I was involved with um I was involved with a, a real sticky situation in, in, in the church down there that I, I shouldn't have been with. Yeah, that I shouldn't have been, put it that way. But um and I remember that kind of went Pete Tong. 
yeah, that went that went south. And my I went, I went mad, mate. And I remember turning up to the church outside the church, and I was there. And then one of my best mates had heard where I was, and then so he turns up in a van with my mates. Do you know what I mean? And I'm outside the church, I'm shouting at people, I'm shouting at the pastors, and do you know, and they were great. Do you know what I mean? The old thing, and 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 I'm, I'm calling people out on on sin and just in just the, the role because the spirit was working in me, and that 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 that, that is a fact. But flipping at me, I, the way I went about it was all wrong. And mm-hmm. I remember going back to my mate's house that night. I was, I was going to be staying with for, for, for some time, yeah, because I was going back to my mate's house. I remember like, punching a hole in his wall mm. and and then just leaving the next day. And I remember when, when I left that day, I was, I remember when I left that day, something had happened in the morning. I was like, I've had enough of this. And, I, and I, there was a guy there at the church who um, just really really helped me and i still speak to him now i try to speak to him every week and, and he supports me, me and rachel and and it just yeah a really un- unlikely um person who would i would have got along with but he came and picked me up and he took i, I, I said i had enough i was going back to my old life i had a car lined up i was i was i was back in contact you know i was doing all all these things it's quite hard to get out of that life in do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so when I was, but because of where I was and who I was, it, it kind of God used that to, to get me out. I do believe that. But mm. and I was traveling up to the valley where where he lives. This guy from the church, he came to Glasgow. I said, oh, no, I'm not doing this no more. And he said, Listen, can you just come stay with me for a night or two? Him and his wife. So he picked me up, and I remember in the car going back there. Like I like, I, something had happened where I like, I, I was like, I was so angry, made at everything so angry at like like if they, you know because i knew something happened to me where i knew jesus was real but i didn't want him to be real because he's just messed my whole life up <laughs> do you know what i mean I, I was i was angry i was pissed off at him bro do you know what i mean proper like i was like Psh. i'm not gonna say what i was thinking anyway point being is this yeah i was on the way up to the valleys and it happened then i was in the car and i said i lord I am broken, man. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Do you know what I mean? I can't do this. And, and I went to Scotland. And then even then, mate, the first few months of being up here, I saw peacocking a bit. Do you know what I mean, bruv? And, and like, a, like a dog in a new territory and, and saying this, I don't care who's here. I'm here now. And, and then again, I had another moment then about a few months after being in Scotland where I was like, Lord, I give this to you now, mate. I can't do this. Help me. I, I you know, I, I want to learn. I want to do these things. And you just don't remember about things. But yeah, in that, trip up to the valleys with with a, a real dear brother a real friend of mine who, who stuck his neck out for me several times and um and he uh in that car was uh, then i remember it's the longest journey i've ever been on and i was just like i was broken mate i was like I, I can't do this no more i see what the world has to offer and and i see it's all all shite do you know what i mean and that was my moment then and it started then brother it's uh I'm not denying that there's there's like structural issues in the church that the church is geared up for a certain type of Christian, whether that be <clears throat> middle class and academic. And we, I, I say that a lot because it's true. But there's no doubt that these middle class Christians, if it wasn't for them, people like me and you, hundred percent, bruv. Yeah. So do I can't understand the, the fear and the courage. Of that church when you rocked up, you stood outside. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, Ian, honestly, brother, and I just want to say this now. Do you know what I mean? In case, in case they hear this, because I say this with all with all things. When, when I say, you know, 
they, they, they never done anything to make me feel like an outsider. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was me and my art and how I was, brother. And, and, you know, obviously they were wary of me, but it's just how some of those church structures are. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, it's not just from the environment, but they, they done the absolute best they could, uh, the absolute best they could. And the courage, as I said, that, that, you know, the pastors took, uh, especially the one who was, who was meeting with me regularly. And, and, you know, there's some stories of, if ever you meet him, I'm sure he'll tell you, but, you know, I did terrify him at times, really mm-hmm. terrify him. And he, and he had some, had to have some, he, the courage he had. And um, I, I can't, yeah, without them. Uh, and I know I speak specifically about this pastor and this guy, a good friend of mine and, and his wife, but mm-hmm. you know, without them, Ian, I would, I would never have got to Scotland. You know what I mean? God used them to play a pivotal part in, in, in my walk with Christ. And listen, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I am grateful for everything they've done down there. Do you know what I mean? Really great. And as I walk along in Christ and I say I'm flipping off the boat, off the chain I am, do you know what I mean? I'm like, I am really grateful for what they've done, you know? Real courage, real bravery, and, and, and a love for the Lord. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So again, something else which I've learned as a man where my stepfather is was quite different to my dad and myself and all the other men I knew. He he didn't swear, he didn't drink, he, he didn't smoke, uh, he, he never had a fight. He was just like, I used to call him like Mr. Bean, do you know what I mean? Behind his back and stuff like that. And me and my brother used to like giggle at him. And then I remember like one night, uh, me and my brother were fighting. We used to have this pub and we were off our reds and it was quite a violent fight police were called and just as the police were arriving my stepdad jumped between the two of us and <laughs> he said don't hit me but I'm more frightened of your mum than I am of you <laughs> <laughs> and then grabbed hold of me and and that like, courage that he showed his strength he was a, a gentleman and a godly yeah. man that he although he was afraid of a situation he, he, he stepped up he wasn't violent he, he, he used he got in between us physically but yeah, yeah he, he, he did it out of love from a mum, love for the Lord, love for us. And <coughs> as I've become a Christian, I've realised what true manhood was. And, I, and in a similar way to how you were angry with Jesus mm. when you got saved and you knew he was real, I was angry with Jesus because every defence that I'd built up to make myself feel safe was yeah. real. And yeah. I wasn't brave like my stepdad because I wouldn't get in between a fight to do what was right, I'd go in with an elbow or a bottle or a bat. <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't risk getting hurt for, for, for what was right. And I was like, wow, I'm an absolute wimp. And there was this massive conflict going in my head and I didn't realise how much fear I had till I became a Christian and how much reliance he had on myself and other things. So what was that? You, you've gone up to Nidri now. You, you've been relying on your strength and your anger, which obviously yeah. God starts working on that. You can't get as angry as you used to. Oh, yeah. What's it like mentally for somebody who knows Jesus is real? What are the fears and the temptations when you're stripped back, basically? Yeah, Ian, a great question. And the thing which which people will find coming coming from that kind of, you know, I say background. Listen, one thing I want to say is, well, you know, I had that. I had a, a real good upbringing with a, with a, a mum. You know, I, I live with my mum and my brother. It's a single mum, but you know, she done she done a, a, a great job and, and and the best the best she can. And and you know, and yeah, he's God repaired relationships lately as well, which has just been amazing. I like doing. But anyway, yeah, I've got up to Nidri, and the biggest thing, bruv, for me was well, I was pride. What was going in my head was I was a coward, mm. and 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 for what I'd left behind, 
to do this. Mm. I felt like a coward. And, and you know, when you're a man, it's like flipping it, bro. Even the first few months I was up here, and it, you know, uh, my mates were flipping murdering folk or they were getting murdered, you know what I mean? And I was like, I want to dust off my boots, man. I want to go back down there. And then that anger and all, as God works on that, you realise then, well, basically, bro, you really on the other bit, you realise then what what it's all about and, and how Satan has has this tw- has twisted and perverted God's view of manhood mm. and what a man should be. So look at the Beatitudes, bro, you know. Blessed are the, uh, the pure in heart, for they will see the face of God. Do you know what I mean? Blessed are the peacemakers, you know, all these things. Blessed are the meek, all, all, all these things. Things that I'm sure you, I know me, were never brought up to be like as a man. Or even if my mum told me, like, even things you're, you're doing the way you are, is to be violent and domineering, to go after everything you want, you know, to put people down, to hurt people and, and and all these things, mate. And it, it as God was as God was working on my anger, and as I was coming across first months, few months of being in Nidri, I realized that the man God wanted me to be was exactly the man I could never have been before. Mm. Does that make sense? I it was just it was like I would have been a coward, I would have been a wimp. The man God wanted me to be would have been a man I would have looked at and said, What a joker before do you know what I mean what a waste man but God was wanting me to be that man and I was like this makes no sense to me whatsoever do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but as I've obviously gone on in Christ and those but listen bro if I give any if I give any advice to, to lads who are coming to Christ especially from backgrounds involving lots of violence you know what I mean you know, or, 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 or drugs or alcohol whatever bro, organized crime all the rest of it yeah is that is be prepared for Satan and the world to start getting on you for being a coward like because and, and you'll flip it he's clever mate so what he used to do for me is yeah he used to say that guy there yeah he reckons he's a bit of a boy does he around the church go knock him out <laughs> and then when i when, when when i'd pray about it and i'd pray hard like i'd you know i'd either ask jesus or whoever up there to pray for me and i'd beaten that yeah i got by god's grace and through his word and reading his word i got over that and that 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 feeling that 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 desire that temptation to go and knock him out the voice in the head would go oh well you couldn't do it anyway you're a coward now <laughs> do you know what i mean so it's like it's just like you're constantly flicking between the two going to well for me it is going to knock someone out or you're a coward you can't do it anyway now yeah. and that, that battle in your head mate I'm, i don't know if you had it in but it nearly make my head explode mate like and honestly, even now, brother, and listen, I, I, Sonny and I, I would really want to prepare young men or old women, anyone coming to this, this game, is be prepared for that, and, and, and because it be, expect it, because it, it don't get, don't get, it does get easier, but don't go away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, once you're a man, if you're, if, but God will use it, right? So if you're a fighter in your heart, God will use you to fight for His His kingdom now, and that's what that's where I get my peace now. Yes, okay, I come, I I see the man God wants me to be. I see the man His Word says a man should be, and I realize actually that's not a waste man. It's actually the bravest man you could be in the world. Do you know what I mean? I tell you what, if 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 being a Christian was easy, everybody would be doing it, wouldn't they? But but mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? God God picks the absolute worst. Do you know what I mean? And to, to bring glory to himself. And so like that's that. So that's why now I just think being in Nidrian, on paper, I should never be here. Do you know what I mean? I, sh- I should be doing either a huge jail sentence or, or you know, I couldn't be dead myself. Do you know what I mean? But on God, in God's providence, he's brought me here. Like there's no way I should be able 
to preach and teach and disciple. And that's what brings glory to God because I'm incapable. I'm an absolute flipping joke, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And when I look back at that, at that at my, who I was and those months coming here, it was rough, bruv. You're either playing over that anger in your head and you, you, you want to knock off someone out or you, you, you're a coward. Do you know what I mean? And it's that battle. For me, that's the biggest thing is being a coward. And and feeling like a coward for what I've left behind, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, you've left you've left that behind, bro, because this this is the easy life you're living there. When it's not easy, listen, ministry's the hardest thing I've ever been involved in. When I when I think about it, do you know what I mean? So yeah, that that would be the the battles I have, bro. And for anyone coming, do you know what I mean? I'm sure they would have that too. And just if I can give any advice, it's just to stick close to a mature Christian or mature Christians, stick in the right right crowd, crowd they'll have your back and. And to keep reading the word of God, do you know what I mean? To keep to keep just just to keep being transformed of it. I looked at the person I was when I read Genesis to when I read in Revelation. And I was a different person, man. Romans 12, too. I was renewed to the transforming of my mind. I began to see new things and want new things. But it's a battle, breath, and you've got to keep battling it, you know. Brother, like you're three and a half years in, I'm 20 years in and still have the same struggles. That That's encouraging in a way, and so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that fear of being a coward and constantly checking myself, am I being godly here or is it because I'm just a wimp? And then mm. I wind myself up, did I back down there because that was righteous or did I back down there because I'm frightened? And that can even be over in a church meeting where it's not physical. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not a physical confrontation. I, yeah. I realise that any confrontation would freak me out and I'd always respond either in anger or in fear and trying to be assertive is a new thing that I've had to learn, which a lot of middle-class people naturally are especially yeah. if they had affirmation growing up if they've had a loving mum and dad who yeah they've been in a school they've not been looked down by the teachers but i was constantly or felt i was constantly from growing up being attacked and let down and hurt and uh, throughout school so I, I had that chip on my shoulder that mentality where i've, I've got to fight and everything's a, a battle uh, yeah. i'm always the underdog where you get some people who have a different upbringing who are just confident in themselves and uh, yeah, yeah. They never have this. They're just assertive. They just say what they think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder how I'd be if I'd been raised without getting a bat in the mouth. Because I think a lot of yeah. people's confidence comes from not getting a good ad. <laughs> and I, bro, do you ever think sometimes I'm sat, I'm sat in church meetings and I'm like, bro, you could do with a bat in the mouth, or you haven't been battered in the mouth enough. <laughs> I think that's sometimes. <laughs> I think that's sometimes. Do you know what I mean? I have to back down. Come on, Lord, help me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I'm encouraged to hear you say that, Ian. Thanks for sharing that, brother. That's helpful. But again, what what's encouraged me as well is is like obviously that 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 fear, our self control and relying on self, has to be stripped back for us to move forward with God. So you've you had that, you moved to to Nidri, but you also gave up freedom, brother. Flipping heck, it was like that's I didn't have the bottle to do that. What you did, I, I and I suffered because of the consequences. I was told to do that. But I did yeah. my own thing. I got married early, and I didn't get so I battled with drugs in my yeah for a lot longer than needed be. Whereas you, yeah. the bullet, got some good foundations, but you ended up like being like a little boy in Mezzi's house. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I always say it, man. It's one of them ones as well. Like he'd say things to me, and I thought I could fold this man like an absolute pretzel, but like. I didn't want to. I had like a real respect for him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I was like, oh man, but listen, brother, Ian, you know I, 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 the love I got for that guy, man. Do you know mm. what I mean? Me and him are real tight. I'm grateful, grateful to that. I'm so grateful to him and his, 
his family for what and my own family my mother and all are really grateful for what what he's done you know up yeah stuck it with me because he he took me into his to his to his house do you know what i mean and and he uh his 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 girls became like my sisters and you know by god's grace recently i've god's mended a relationship with my actual biological sister which i'm, I'm over the moon with as well and 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 just i know sounds daft but seeing how that godly family was mez and his family well godly most of the time you know what Mary does <laughs> <laughs> that's why I fitted right in bro I'm like this is sick mate but, um, <laughs> nah, nah. but like see, seeing his um his his, his girls and, and how they were sisters I kind of learned how to be um like a brother the right way so then when when I did you know mend this relationship when God did bring my, my, my actual biological sister back up and we, we kind of mended the relationship I was able to to show her that I had changed. Do you know what I mean? And that the Lord had done a work. And and she she's not a believer, but but she sees I've I've, I've made it made a change. You know, and, and I'm just so grateful for that, bruv. You know, like having that foundation up. Because Ian, you know what you said. You, you went long, wrong with the drugs, bruv. I'll 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 hold my hand up, bruv, and I'm, I want to have your back with this as well, mate. And I'll tell you now, if I didn't make the decision to 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 come up here, I could have got bad on the drugs. That was that was because I never had been before, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I'm no saint, bruv. You know, you go out with the boys, you get you get wrecked up and all like that. Do you know what I mean? But I was definitely taking more and drinking more than I ever had when I came to Christ, and because I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. And if I had stayed in in Newport, that would have definitely spiraled. So I'm 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 just great. And listen, bruv, it's not my strength. It's this God that took me up to Scotland. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I would have been quite happy wallowing in in, in my sin, and, and who knows if I you know I think of something. And it's hard. I think of even this a decision because you know. Because of the name I had, bro, the stuff I was being offered to just just to take, do you know what I mean? People just wanted me to be on board with them because of who I was. And and I had now nah, so God, like you said, he gi- he gives you the, the strength to do something straight away, doesn't he? To like to like keep you out of jail, to keep you from dying. But then he wants you to work on some things yourself. And and I it was a it was like the wilderness period for me down in flipping and you brought man, and it was tough. But that Lord brought me up here, man. And I praise God for that, you know. Uh, Again, it is there's that sacrifice. God, God is providence. It's the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit working in us, so we're not taking credit for what the Lord has done. Yeah, our lives. There's, but there's responsibilities. There is problem that Jesus gives us, like He says, like give up the pool and follow me. You give up stuff and you follow Jesus to Scotland. There is a sacrifice needed, and so many people from our background and maybe just people who come to faith in general have that excitement of finding out that Jesus is a saviour. But then when we realise he's our Lord, that's when it becomes Absolutely. difficult. Uh, but how don't do you, have authority, you know? It, yeah, so you, you came under that authority in Mezzi's house. How did that... Because I did a similar thing, I lived with a pastor, but I was already married and had two kids. Well, did that. you? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that, bruv. Yeah, for, same thing. Never knew how to be a godly... Never knew how to be a dad. Never mind a godly dad. I didn't know how to yeah. be a husband or a, a godly husband. So... Uh, yeah, living with his pastor for three months and his family was awesome. And I remember, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but his wife came in and she'd smashed the car up for like the second time in a week. And uh, like she came in and went, oh, I've just crashed the car into a lamppost. And I was like, oh, she's going to get it here. And she went, are you all right, love? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about if she was all right. I was just thinking about the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I be like. But it's just these like. little things that I never had. Growing up, just so foundational has been so helpful to not just my my fathering, my parenting, or my, my my marriage, but also to my ministry. And it's that's why I want to reflect godly manhood to other men. That's why we look at Titus and want to 
involve younger women with older women. So you've gone from a church where you were meeting with somebody once a week, you had a lot of sacrifices. But compared to the blessings you got by moving to Nidri, what, what were they? How come you're still there three and a half years later? I don't know, Brav. I, I don't want to be here, to be honest, Brav. It's just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was done from week one, mate. My God, God, I flamed. I feel like he's got me on the scruff of the neck. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a naughty lad. Now, nah, listen, Brav, it is blessings, mate. I know I know. I piss about and I'm a joke, whatever. But listen, it is it is blessings. And I, I would say the biggest thing is, man, I remember when I come up here, yeah, um, it felt like it felt, it felt like home. I think is a, is a, is is the best way to say it. Right? Sounding like a, like a cheesy idiot, like. But it, I, I remember the first time hearing a service, and I was like, "Yo, I get, I get what he's saying." I, I remember hearing Mess preach. I thought he was speaking directly to me. I think I said after him, I said, "Well, I think I was like, why do you say that?" Well, I was like, "You know, I get all defensive and all, you know." And 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 he was like, "No," he said, and he explained to me, and 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 yeah, and I remember just getting on with um, you know, just just get, getting in, sticking in with the team, and listen, bruv. I was hard work, man. Do you know what I mean? But, but especially that first month, you know, I remember having a little review at the end of the month. And yeah, Mez really, yeah, all I'll say is Mez really, really stuck his neck out for me, man. And he said, now nah, listen, I, I see something in this lad, I guess, because he's done it. He, he's got a gift for that, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? And uh, but I still don't know what he's seen yet. I don't think anyone else does. But <laughs> anyway, I'm still here to take Grace, too. Eh? Um, so, um, so yeah, he, he he kind of stuck his neck out, and then and then it was it was being in that family. Like, listen, you know, I want to. I've said this to you, I think briefly earlier, man. And I had a good upbringing. My mother was was on the ball, and you know, I see my dad every weekend or every other weekend or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And 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 me and my brother were close, and as brothers are, and you know, it was it was all my fault, brother. I was just off. I was I've always had a real streak in me, and do you know what I mean? Since a, since a young age, quite cruel and. and and, and mean and I made all the decisions I did to to go off to go off especially in, you know when I was in my 20s but I was I was well into organized crime and all sorts so I did have like I understood what it was like so to like when I'm but I didn't I never understood like to you know like to see the whole family and like, like how how they work in a house and, and like I remember being real real like 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 surprised like you know Mary's and Miriam and the kids they were all laughing and, and they were all joking and they were asking how each other was and stuff and I was like like the next been a while since this, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is mad." Do you know what I mean? And and uh, and it, it just having that foundation of being there, and also, bruv, like having like you don't so. And this is something. What now? I'm discipling a, a few lads. Do you know what I mean? And there's a young lad up here. You you, you met. I, I was in the office when you came when you came up the other day. Yeah, and he's just giving his life to the Lord, which is a, a blessing. But like Ray, Rachel and others, they'll see how, how much I pour into him, and and, and it's because of has done with me like at, at the time I don't you don't get if the one being discipled which I was I didn't see how selfish I was being mm. I didn't see like 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 an Ian you know I was like because you've known me from pretty much time to well I want to know things on you know like like yourself quite blunt kind of will say will say say how it is so like I, when I want to know things I want to know things straight away so I you know I'd be keeping him up at night he'd have to be sending me flipping he, he was sending me sermons on the kizzle deck at 10 o'clock at night do you know what I mean and things like that so I was like what does this mean who's that who's this do you know what I mean and he just showed real grace and mm. and took me, and and the big thing was his house was just a real peaceful house like do you know what I mean like, like I, I'm I'm contrary to popular belief because I'm loud people think I'm an extrovert but 
I'm actually a huge introvert. Where, like Rachel thinks I'm borderline flipping antisocial. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and so like I, I could I could really learn to rest in that in Mezzet House. Like they just kind of left me do it as I let me let me go about my day. They give me my privacy and 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 at the same time I knew they were there and I'm my back. And then down the church end, you know, we started. You start, you know, you 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 given jobs to do down the church as, a, as an intern or whatever. And I I kind of stuck in, but you know, I was the only thing. Flipping it, look, what I was doing before. I'm not doing this stuff. Do you know what I mean? This is. And I was a bit, like I said, anyway. There was just a real family feeling at the church, and like that, that kind of living together. Do you know what I mean? Discipleship was was, was a huge thing there, and, and, and I had to bring people along. And I think of the grace I was shown, and I want to kind of pass that on to others. So that was the big difference. Don't get me wrong; there was a there was a blessing in 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 Newport in the sense of like that I was even at a church that, that preached the gospel. Do you know what I mean? Which it really did. Um, but up here, you know, you. you you're, well, everyone's local. Yeah, most people are local. You're living with folk. You're doing lives with folk, and 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 something you know that I found really important was structure. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I and and it's actually translated into into my life now in in, in a really positive way. And, and you know, it allowed me to instill spiritual disciplines into lads I'm teaching to be very helpful for me. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and yeah, I would say that that's been it. Some of the blessings, mate, is is a discipleship that. The teaching you get here is, is is second to none. Do you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, though, is you can't you put have to stick it in. Do you know what I mean? Is is because because you know the Lord. It's it's like being in a furnace up here. Do you know what I mean? You get found out quicker. That's what I'm trying to say, bruv. You get and you know you know that, bruv. If you're if you ain't with the Lord or if you're if you're messing about with sin up here, bruv, it gets found out. Like like not that this flipping you know there's a team of like CID. It's just the Lord. Just just you got a group of people like myself or Mez or others on the team who have come from backgrounds where, you know, we're, we're cynical at the best of times. We can, we can, we can, we can spot someone who's lying or, or a rat from a mile off. Do you know what I mean? Or CID, but that's a story for another time. Anyway, <laughs> point, point, point being is this, yeah, bro, you get to find out quick up here because mm-hmm. the accountability here is, is taken seriously. The word of God is taken super seriously. Do you know what I mean? And so if you're masking, mucking about, it'll get found out quickly. So I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for the structure. That they have up here that has allowed me to grow really and, and just the, the willingness the sacrifice that they show in discipling me and others so that, that makes sense bro yeah definitely definitely and uh again you've had some unique opportunities up in Nidri traveled around the world and uh, meeting different Christians from all over even went to Brazil yeah be careful in Brazil big shout out to Dan and Kate there's a funny story there but we won't go into it <laughs> Bro, I'll go there all day, mate. If you want to go into it, Dan and Kate still be modified. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, Rachel's counting her lucky stars anyway. That I was, uh, I was getting all good anyway. She she got to marry me after, so that was all good. <laughs> hey, funny, yeah. So you're married now. You've yeah, God, God's been really good, isn't it? How do how do you feel on a night when you're lying down in your bed and like oh, when you first went up there? You had these battles going on in your head, what you'd left behind, and now you see what God's given you. What, what's your head like putting it down on a pillow these days compared to what it was like when you first moved up there? Yeah, man, that's a banging question. Look, I was uh, I was that man from Proverbs who would lie on his bed and plot evil at night. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I was, bro. And, and oh, flipping it. You talk about bearing a grudge, me, mate. Someone owed me a quid or... Or ten grand, it made no difference to me, mate. Or if someone said something, I'd stew and I'd be like, "Yo, I'd, I'd, 
go through doors and all, mate. Do you know what I mean? Just plot evil. And now, a piece of message really helped. And do you know what I mean? I was a I remember when I first come up the other like for for sleep. So like, what I would do is because we had this structure thing, but I would quite often do what I wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Which I realise now how annoying that must have been for for where I was leading the team. Do you know what I mean? I'd go off to a cinema. And I'd sleep in the cinema because I couldn't sleep at night. I'm used to being up, you watching stuff, or you know, you're always on on the alert. Do you know what I mean? And I go to cinema and I go and sleep in the cinema. And I maybe watch a film after it. Do you know what I mean? But the, I, I learned to about six months in, I really got a bit of peace at Mezes. And then when I got married, and now, like I said, when I lay down my head, it's just a different ball game, bro. Like I'm 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 tired by like ten o'clock now. Do you know what I mean? Half ten, and I lay, I lay my head down and I look at what I look at what I've got. And uh, you know, even if Rachel's snoring, I'm still grateful to. <laughs> she's gonna kill me. <laughs> she doesn't snore, man. She's very. She's she she she. Me and her are very different. So listen, there's still a little thing that I, I, you know, I, I still sleep outside a cover. I can't sleep under a cover because I I've just got used to moving quick. Do you know what I mean? Um, but but in that breath, I find a lot of peace, and I just sleep. And Rachel's been really good. Do you know what I mean? So I just I lie down. And I think, Lord, I don't plot evil no more, Ian. Do you know what I mean? In in my head, I mean, we all have our moments, but. When I go to bed at night now, I, I sleep, uh, and and I yeah that 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 in a nutshell. And listen, boys like me and you are, or men who are coming from our background will know that that sentence. Now, when I put my head on a pillow, I sleep. Mm. They'll know what that means, and they'll know how precious that is. That is a peace you can only get from mm. the Lord Jesus Christ. I think what was it? Is it Psalm Psalm four verse eight? Uh, and it says, "In in safety, I'll both lie down and sleep for you all." Lord, make me to dwell in safety. That's it. I, I will both lie down and sleep for you, Lord, make me to dwell in safety. And you just feel that, man. Do you know what I mean? And it's just a real, that's the biggest thing, bro. Do you know what the, out of all the blessings I've got, like I've got an incredible wife who I've seen, I've said before, is far too godly for me, mate. She's <laughs> flipping, honestly. But anyway, God's got, oh, bless me and sanctified her anyway. So I, I thought, and uh, I've got, I've got a, a, an amazing flat, do you know what I mean? Which, which, uh, which I, I love, I've, I've got my health and I've got my fitness, I've got my, my right mind. But despite of all of that, the, 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 the greatest blessing the Lord has given me is peace, mm. is, is a peace that, you know, we have that Romans 5, don't we have peace with God? It's, but, and, and it's very easy to skip over that peace with God. Oh, that's good. No, that's brilliant. Man. When, when you know that, like, like the, the peace I have in my life and and what I, what what that entails for me, do you know what I mean? Just, just having that, I can breathe now, Ian. I think that's the best thing to to say. You, you know, it's like before before you were saying, mate, you're jumping about, you're, you're ducking and diving, wheeling and dealing, all the rest of it. There's no rest, man. But now I have that peace, which I think lads like us secretly are always craving, but never have. I think, I think that's what we're always working to, isn't it? That, mm. that peace. And, you know, it, it used to come through those, do you know what I mean? But, but now it comes from knowing God, it comes from his word. And, yeah, that, that, that peace, which I have now, is the greatest blessing that, that God has given me. Awesome. Awesome. And a great place to end. Brother, it's always a pleasure. I love you, mate. Uh, it's been encouraging. You've been very well behaved. Rachel will be proud. <laughs> That's good. So I do something outrageous now or something at the end. <laughs> I'll put something in. I'll put in that phone footage I've got from when we were away up in Scotland. <laughs> Duck that in there. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe that recording from what I said to you and Dan and Kate. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I'm waiting for the tech stuff, Dan, when he uses. Listen, bro. That what I wasn't. What I said was bang on, 100% factual, mate. And I tell you what, help <laughs> me keep my way pure. I tell you that much when I was out there. <laughs> oh, awesome, brother. It's been great chatting with you. And uh, hopefully, I'll get you back on uh, later yeah, in the day. Yeah, thanks for having me on, bro. Listen, you stick in. I appreciate you, mate. Okay. Cheers, brother. God bless, mate. God bless you. And bye, brother. Bye.